Did you know that every major diaper company either financially or vocally supports abortion? If that appalls you and you're looking to support a baby brand that aligns with your pro-life, pro-family views, then every life is your solution. Every life firmly believes that regardless of where someone is from, what they look like, or whether they were planned or unplanned, every baby is a miracle from God worthy of love, protection, and celebration. Every Life offers high-performing, supremely soft, premium diapers and wipes delivered right to your doorstep. Their diapers are crafted without fragrances, dyes, lotions, latex, parabens, or phthalates. And you can feel good knowing that every purchase with Every Life contributes to changing lives through their support of pro-life organizations and pregnancy resource centers. Every Life is not just changing diapers, they're changing lives. Visit everylife.com to learn more. That's everylife.com. And don't forget to use promo code Duffy10 for an exclusive 10% discount on your first order today. Hey everyone, welcome to From the Kitchen Table. I'm your host, Sean Duffy, along with my co-host for the podcast, but also my partner in life, Rachel Campos Duffy. Hello, everybody. And we're back from our kitchen table, actually the original kitchen table that we started from the kitchen table from, which is at our cabin in northern Wisconsin. And so we're coming to you from northern Wisconsin. We're going to talk to you about summer, summer. why we think you should hold on to what's left of summer. We still have enough left and why it's so important for your family, um, especially in these really um, incredible times that we're living in where family is under attack. Um, this is a time to hold on to summer. But before we do that, um, there was some news out of Florida, Sean, that was shocking. Shocking and disappointing. Very disappointing because you and I generally really like Ron DeSantis. Uh, we like Florida. We like Ron we DeSantis. We love Florida. We think he's an amazing governor. Until this. Right. I mean, he's pretty much had our heart on almost every issue. And then Ron DeSantis did something so wrong, tragic, so wrong, so contrary, not just, I mean, contrary to a state. Yes. Um, that we just had to come out and talk about it because I didn't think we'd ever be able to disagree so much with the governor. Um, but this is a pretty tragic issue. And I think it's, it's, it's worth calling him out on it. It's true. So here's what happened. When we go to Florida, there's one thing that we love to eat. Listen, we eat this in Northern Wisconsin. It's never as good when you go to Florida. It's always but better in Florida. We love key lime pie and key lime pie in Florida is like to die for, especially when you get it, when you get it done right. Key lime pie is like America and apple pie. Right. You, you, when you think of a dessert that embodies the state of Florida, it's it key is lime pie. key lime pie. In fact, can I tell you, Sean, when I was um, still in my MTV days, MTV, remember when MTV would have spring break? Yes. And spring break was in Key West one year and they brought me as a, you know, reality star. They brought me and a few other re real world people down to uh, Key West and it was very fun, but it was also delicious because I was walking along the side of the road and I saw an ice cream cart and this ice cream was like no other ice cream I, truck I'd ever seen before. It was a it was a piece of key lime pie on a stick dipped in chocolate and frozen like like an ice cream like a hot dog on a stick but a key lime pie like, chocolate more on like a, a stick. Po like a popsicle like a key lime pie dipped in chocolate on a stick. popsicle and 
to this day, I can remember taking a bite out of that and going, this is one of the best things I've ever tasted in my life. Every time I go to Florida, I try and find something similar, but I make key lime pie at home. I love key lime pie. When I'm in Florida, I want key lime pie. And why did the governor of Florida dethrone key lime pie as the state dessert? And now he's made it strawberry shortcake. Yeah, listen, I, so okay, again, yeah, is, I, I love is, I, I love strawberry shortcake. Strawberry shortcake is delicious, but it doesn't compare to key lime pie. And, so, and again, key lime pie is all Florida. When I went to Florida for the first time when I was seven years old, first vacation I went on, uh, my we had dinner somewhere at, in, a, in a, we were in a cheap little hotel, but they had, had dinner at the adjoining restaurant, and they ordered my parents ordered us key lime pie. And I'm like, what is this delicious thing that I'm eating? That's like making my my taste buds explode in my mouth. And again, so for Ron DeSantis to trade in key lime pie for strawberry shortcake again, we have a lot of People strawberries in northern Wisconsin. I love strawberry shortcake, but again, it's not Florida. You might say in Wisconsin we have strawberry shortcake. But not in Sherman not Shortcake in Florida. It's kind of a British thing, actually. It has its roots in like British pastries. This is so wrong. So here's the deal: people are mad. People in Florida are angry. We not just us who love key lime pie. The people of Florida are angry. Restaurant tours. You know, you mentioned having your first key lime pie at a restaurant. I mean, this is what you attract tourists with the the dessert of the state. Restaurant tours are mad. As a political person, Sean, you were in the House for almost a decade. How does this happen? How, what is this politically for him? And and how did this happen? Is there a strawberry lobby that got hold of Ron DeSantis and turned this into a thing? I don't know. Listen, this 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 I can't comprehend. I can't I can't make excuses for him. But he made the decision and. What good politicians do when they make mistakes, like switching your dessert from key lime pie to strawberry shortcake, which is not they, nearly as delicious. And they realize they made a mistake. They just got to go. You know what? I did make a mistake. We're going to bring key lime pie back. This was an error that I made as governor. And we're going to revert back to this home dessert. And maybe it's a way. Remember when um, uh, the, the the Waffle House, the the pancake, the um, oh, IHOP, IHOP said they were going to now not do pancakes, they were going to do burgers. It was a gimmick, right? And then everyone was like, started going to IHOP again. It was kind of brilliant that they said we're doing oh, burgers, not pancakes. Yes. Or Coke versus New Coke, right? You change things up and all of a sudden people are like, no. We like the old thing. Oh, do you think this so is, maybe you think this this is, is a, gimmick a gimmick to get people to come to Florida to I, eat key lime pie? I, I smell corruption. I think this was a strawberry lobbyist, um, uh, some sort of group coming in. To any I, 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 there is no other explanation for why someone would take the most delicious dessert in the most beautiful state in the in the union and turn it into strawberry shortcake when they have a perfectly amazing dessert. So I guess what, that what, is so emblematic. I mean, you know, it's made with key limes. You can't just make it with any limes. There's a certain lime that comes from that state. It's I, I, I'm I'm in shock. I'm disappointed. With the graham cracker, I want to get to the bottom crust, of this, which oh. is so good. So here's the deal: um, Ron has made amazing moves in Florida. We couldn't celebrate the man enough. He, he's been wonderful. But big mistake here. He's kind of fallen a little bit of a notch in the Duffy household on this big mistake he's made. And by the way, when I go to Florida, 
I love going to Florida. I love the state. I'm not eating strawberry shortcake. I'm still going to eat key lime pie. I'm not going to Disney. I'm going to key lime pie, though. That's where I'm at. Yeah, I'm going to take what? In honor of Ron DeSantis having done this, I'm going to make key lime pie. I'd like when we post this, uh, please weigh in on this in the comment section. Let us know what you think. Did Ron DeSantis make a huge, massive mistake? Do you smell corruption as I do here? And should Ron DeSantis reverse his decision I mean, if he and be president good- would he be like we're not gonna, apple pie is not the dessert of america we're gonna make it like something else. Like, yeah exactly <laughs> like, come on ron you can't change things that just are so ingrained in culture and ingrained in your mm-hmm. state so it makes this is making me want to eat big key lime pie mistake we'll have more of this conversation after this did you know that every major diaper company either financially or vocally supports abortion? If that appalls you and you're looking to support a baby brand that aligns with your pro-life, pro-family views, then every life is your solution. Every life firmly believes that regardless of where someone is from, what they look like, or whether they were planned or unplanned, every baby is a miracle from God worthy of love, protection, and celebration. Every Life offers high-performing, supremely soft, premium diapers and wipes delivered right to your doorstep. Their diapers are crafted without fragrances, dyes, lotions, latex, parabens, or phthalates. And you can feel good knowing that every purchase with Every Life contributes to changing lives through their support of pro-life organizations and pregnancy resource centers. Every Life is not just changing diapers, they're changing lives. Visit everylife.com to learn more. That's everylife.com. And don't forget to use promo code Duffy10 for an exclusive 10% discount on your first order today. Let's talk about something a little more fun and serious, <laughs> which is well, summer. Listen, well, listen, Key Lime Pie reminds me of summer, does, actually. Yes. So, you know, here we are. We're coming to you I, as I'm looking out um, from our little cabin um, on, on the lake here in northern Wisconsin. And it's, it's just gorgeous. It's been a beautiful day. Um, I think about the memories that we have here, many years of memories on this lake that our kids kind of grew up on. And I think more than ever, because of what's going on in our country, because of all the instability that came from COVID and came from just all the crazy stuff that's going on in the world that we can't seem to take control of. Right. You and I always say the only thing you can control is your family. That's right. And being a parent. And so, for us, we made the decision. A lot of families do different things. People go camping. Um, they might decide there's a location they want to go, whether it's the Grand Canyon or, you know, Yellowstone. Or there's a little or, cottage on the beach somewhere in the East Coast that their family always returns to that here, they rent out every summer. And here, like, there's a lot of people that just will go to a, a, a lake and a campsite every single, single year and they, they camp at the same spot and a whole bunch of families will go. Everyone vacations different in the summer. But I think what's so important is that you actually take time in the summer away with with your family, with your kids. And for us here, what we find is, and again, you can't get the kids away from, you know, social media and phones and text messages. It's hard to do it. It's, it's consuming. But for us, we get them on paddle boards. Um, they swim. They, they water do, ski. They water ski. They fish. They play. And so, yeah, with the older ones, there is some phone usage, but it's amazing how they're drawn away from their phone into these family activities that I think are way healthier for them Mm -hmm. and way better for us. And what I also think, too, is if you go camping or if you're on the lake, it's a time for kids to gain responsibility, to actually, you know, start to do things for themselves. So whether they're pitching, pitching the tent with their father, right, or cooking over a camp stove or a fire with their parents or learning how to, I'm like, by the way, I'm the best s'more maker ever. 
my marshmallows are the best, like lightly brown, never burned. I kind of like my marshmallows burned. burned, but I don't like. I'm I'm a perfectionist on my on my s'mores, but showing them how the perfection of s'more making. Um, having them put in a boat or take out a boat. Yeah, like how to um, put it in a lift and take it out. And um, our kids are now, the older ones are older. It's been interesting this summer too, Sean, because except for the littlest ones, most of them now can, you know, take out the boat by themselves or the jet ski, which is kind of nice. And they can, they're starting to learn how to do things even without us and do things um, with themselves without mom and dad all the time. Or I saw, you know, our, you know, our little six-year-old just in the morning, I saw him, you know, getting his little worms and, and, and fishing off the dock all by himself. Like he knows how to do that now. But what's frustrating is he can't take the little, the little panfish off his hook when he catches them. Yeah. And so it's it gets to be up. really stressful. Like, that's stressful, but it's like every like two minutes you're going out to take a fish off. His hook. <laughs> like, okay, enough fish. fishing. We're done fishing. But here's what you were, you were gone. You were doing uh Fox and friends and I was here with all the kids and we ended up having a connect four competition where the you know winner uh, king of the mountain the, you know if you won you get to keep going the next round and i'm also a great connect four player too mm-hmm. um skills from my youth and so but then the kids started to beat me and it was like a big deal they were beating me and then they got to stay on and play but just, th- that's a stupid game that we had like three so hours fun. of so much fun or playing. sometimes it rains here at the lake and you know you can't go out and so we have these big massive monopoly games or you know someone ends up crying and there's fighting and that's what's memorable about that's these part games, of the whole right? deal i know but yeah i mean i just think that i i'm seeing that you know our oldest daughter evita just got married um uh, just a few weeks ago and she she could go anywhere she wants. She's married. She wants to be at the cabin with her husband here and all the kids because there's a draw here. They have so many um, memories. And there's something, too, about Wisconsin. Like the, the summers are incredible up in northern Wisconsin. The lakes are awesome. But it is a very short, sweet summer. So like you when you're here, those beautiful days, you really savor them because there's not a lot of them. This is a long, you're, you're going to get it, go into a really, really long winter. So when the summer, there's no more beautiful place in Wisconsin and, in the summer. And again, we're in Hayward. So we like, we'll go get, it's just not all the time, but we'll do a trip or two into West Dairy and get great ice cream for the kids. We'll go go-karting, you know, once, maybe twice with the kids. Um, we have these little things that we'll do with them that they thoroughly enjoy. Like right now, I know that everyone's been probably eating corn on the cob for probably a month now, but corn in the cob starts to come in like right now, like today and tomorrow, some of the best, I think corn in the cob in the country comes from Bob's Baronet. I'm sorry, but I yes. love, they come, they, they pick it fresh that morning that starts coming in and they love to eat corn in the cob. So we, we have these weird traditions that we start to do throughout the summer that, mm-hmm. that, that kind of are like this, is like a Duffy summer. And I think f- for families to have their family kind of, kind of summers and whether they're going to different locations and they're going to there's a campground out here that so many families year after year, they come and they, and they go to the same place um, here, but that happens all over the country people going to our national parks, which are so gorgeous. Um, but I just think it, it was interesting to us as, as we're kind of trying to squeeze everything out of this summer because we love it so much that it is really the best gift I think we've given our family and and making sure. And I have to, you know, I have to say, I, I love that I work for Fox because um, Fox has given me the opportunity to come back and forth. So I'll, you know, I've taken a couple of weekends off this summer, but I've also been flying back and forth. So I'll do the weekend, but I'll come here during the week. And um, it's just been, it's, it's so great to work for family friendly 
uh, company that recognizes that I am a a full being that has a family and they needs this time with my family. And it's it's been incredible. And I think that that's really the answer. Hold on. So, something's going up. Rachel's maybe cooking something and her alarm's going off. <laughs> yeah, I did. I had something in the oven. So, um, but can I just, so before, so we, we have, we have a, we have a little cabin here and we're blessed to have this cabin. And I, this is the lake that I grew up on. But before we were able to get this cabin, my parents had the cabin on the lake that I went to when I was young. And we would actually come from Wausau with all the kids pile in this little cabin or camp some, out on it or, some, or, or pitch a tent sometimes. and we'd come up for a week and and use my parents place to get that experience and my kid the kids loved it they yeah. really enjoyed it and I, again it comes back to um and again with inflation right now and gas prices right now i know it's hard for people to go how do we get away how do we do something i camping is inexpensive can be inexpensive and there's a lot of things you can kind of be creative and think of what you can do but taking that time away with your family just getting away from your house getting away from your everyday routine i found for us is yes. you know and because it gets it gets so hard you got you got kids are up for school they're getting dressed they're off to school and they're doing homework and they're doing dinner and these routines be, i mean become kind of intense and this is a time to go you know what we're going to break that routine and kind of focus on each other and our family building and stories and memories and campfires. Campfires are pretty cheap. Camp, they're, they're, and they're a lot of fun. And a lot of stories are told around campfires and memories are shared around the campfire. And again, as there's an attack on families right now, there's a movement in America and it's coming mostly from the left. They want to remove the idea of family and moms and dads and kids. And this thing that is so great and powerful, um, and I think foundation of our country, truly we, of Western civilization, of humanity, we need to preserve it. And you preserve it by actually embracing it and doing things with your family. And again, it can be hard right now with, with, with these financial times, but find a way to do it. Find a way to take some time and build those memories with your kids. And that's what we're doing here. And it's been and don't let Joe Biden's economy, you know, stop you from being the family that you're meant to be. I mean, it, it is like as Sean said, it's hard. Um, but uh, where we spend our money and how we what the kind of time that we carve out of our lives um, that that what it shows what you value. If you value your family, you're going to make that time um, to be with them. And however, in, in whatever way that you can. And obviously the way we got together with our family when when we were younger and had less kids and less money is different than the way we maybe do it right now. But the point is that everybody um, needs to prioritize their family. And if, and again, we talk so much on our podcast and we have such heavy topics um, sometimes about what's happening to our country. And, and you always say if every conservative just took care of their family, this country has a bright future. This country has a bright future. Exactly. If we allow ourselves to be drawn into all of these cultural forces that are tearing families apart, or if we allow ourselves to lose hope and become depressed and, 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 and sort of um, feel hopeless about America. um, We, we also, that's also giving into, to, to those forces. So the, the point is to recognize what we have, what we have is our families. We have God and we have our families and um, that has to be the center and the priority. I think I heard you say this on Fox and Friends, but investing in your family is patriotic. It is. It's, you know, what we were talking because this week there was a it was interesting. There was a, a Reddit 
um, thread that came out and it was talking about uh, this two by two by two. And it meant like you need to go, you know, twice a month. You should take a date night with your with your spouse. So every two weeks, do a date night with your spouse. Yes. Every two months, take a weekend with your spouse. Every two years, take a week vacation with your spouse is what it was. Yeah, that was that was what it was. And I kind of quibbled with some of the numbers. I feel a little bit different about some of those numbers. But the idea is right. And what I said um, on on Fox and Friends about this was that I agreed that not only should you if you prioritize your marriage, then you're going to have a strong marriage is a strong family and strong families make a strong America, strong country. Uh, uh, that's right. And so the most patriotic thing we can do, Sean, is go on a date night, which actually we're doing tonight. We are. We, we, by the way, we don't do that enough. That's one thing that we've talked about. We got to well, do we are, more. After this date podcast, night. we're going. We are going to go to we're going to go to dinner together. But can I say like, I'm just going to tell you about our little place that we have in the lake, which we love. Um, it's it's small. It's 20 by 20. It's like two and a half stories mm-hmm. tall. And we have a lot of kids and there's a little kitchen and a lot of beds. And it gets it can get really crowded, and a lot of people don't want to be in the in the cabin because it gets so crowded. And that means they have to be be outside. They have to be outside. They have to be on the lake. They have to fish. They have to find activities, and it's a really great thing that again we couldn't do anything other than this little cabin when we built this, and um and it was this hidden gem that because we couldn't it worked out really well. um, Yeah. That you know, these kids now want to what they want to be outside and they want to do activities. And when it rains and they're all inside, it gets to be a little claustrophobic, but we find these games to play together. Can I just tell you one, one story that when you were gone, um, I've been flying back the, and forth from New York for the show. So I'll the, do the weekend and then I'll come here for the week. The older kids do things that are not always approved by us. So, um, my new <laughs> son-in-law, uh, decided he would teach all the kids how to play poker <laughs> with fake chips, not real money. And they came back and asked if I know how to play Texas Hold'em. I'm like, what is what is going on here? Whoa, 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 whoa. So a lot of good things. And sometimes the older kids will be bad influences on the younger kids. And I'm like, no, we're not, we're not playing poker. We're going to play Connect Four. Um, it's actually kind of fun to see yeah. how intergenerational too this whole thing has, has become with the little kids and, and watching the older kids do fun things with the little kids and the little kids kind of as you said, getting a little taste of what the teenagers are doing. Thank you. And by the way, just my, my family lives in this. I grew up in this in this town. And so my my a lot of my siblings are here. My mom and dad are here and they're getting older and I get a chance to go have coffee with them. By the way, the Duffy, the Duffy's them. are. So if you don't know, Sean is the 10th of 11 kids. So he has this giant family and there's a couple siblings um, like Sean, who don't actually live in the area, but they find their way back every summer for sure. And so but. Believe it or not, the Duffies meet for coffee every single morning at the coffee shop. So we've been trying to get get up. If we can get up early enough, um, we head over to the coffee shop to have coffee with his mom and dad. Um, and, and that's usually that's every day. Uh, and it's a random group that'll come every morning. But in on, on Sunday, um, whether you go to seven o'clock to- mass and you meet at eight o'clock for coffee or you go to eight o'clock coffee and you go to 10, 15 mass, um, they There's all a big meet crowd for coffee. for coffee and it's actually a really nice thing. So it's, crowd. so it's kind of a, it's not just our family, but I get to, a chance to see my own family, my and own our parents. kids get to go see their aunts and uncles and their grandma and their cousins, and their grandpa and their cousins. And um, it's, it's, it's just a good, it's a good family time. I have to tell you, Sean, when I, whenever I come here, um, you know, I grew up in the military, so I never had a place that I, you know, always came back to, you know, I, I kind of, you know, it, it took a long time in my life before I 
felt settled and it ended up being when I married you and, and we settled first in this town and then later in a few other towns in Wisconsin with your job. But um, Wisconsin does feel like home, but it also there, there is this very retro kind of reminder of what America was like in the 50s. And I grew up reading um, my girlhood hero, my favorite book series was Nancy Drew. And she lived in a town that, in my mind, reminds me a lot of of this little town that you grew up in. And so it's been really fun, you know, for me watching my kids. This is their home spot. Um, One time we kind of tossed around like randomly like, hey, what if we sold this place? Oh, my God. It was like I thought it was going to be a mutiny. Like there's no no way that we could ever sell this spot because our kids are tied to the spot and they have so many beautiful memories of, of coming back back here. And it shows that we've done, I think, good work, that they have those fond memories. So, so the kids love it. Can I just tell you a quick story? When, when, because uh, we did that, we got here late this year. We got here around, I got here around the 4th of July weekend we because of Evita's. in mid-June, but wedding. So Evita's wedding happened. I used to laugh, so we at, were a little I used to laugh at people who got here on the 4th of July weekend. And I got here on the 4th of July weekend this year. I was one of those people. But um, I guess. Why do you laugh at people who get here on 4th of because July? Because you got, listen, you got to get here early. You got, I mean, you, you can't just be a 4th of July, Wisconsin weekend, you know, cabin guy. You got to, you got to live this whole summer. You have to come in June yes. when the weather's not so great. Yeah, it's not, it's not always <laughs> as great, but you think. You're that dedicated to your summer experience that you're going to Got come it. in June. Um, but when the dog came up in the car, so it's not just the kids. Skippy, Skippy came up and he got about a block away from the from the from the turn to the he driveway. He hadn't been here in a year. Hadn't been here in a year, and he knew where he was going, and he started to lose his mind, racing up and down the car and looking out the window and barking oh, yeah. and like. No one loves it. Up. I think the kids love it here. The dog loves it more. Loves like he chases. He can't. He can't catch a duck or a goose, but he chases them off the docks. They don't poop on the dock, and he chases frogs and he like chases kids and like the dog has more fun, I think, than anybody here. And Patrick, my our six. I love. I love waking up in the morning. Uh, it's so bright and beautiful in here in the morning, and then Sean will see the ducks either on the dock or on the on that little play mat that the kids have on the water, and I'll hear Sean open the door and go. Skippy ducks, 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 and Skippy runs out right. there, <laughs> barks at him, and they they run. But and it, it can be a goose, it can be a crane, whatever. It's like a bird, right? A bird's on it, but he he knows ducks, oh, no. and he, he goes he goes after him. So again, I just I think this we want to do this podcast and, and talk about our summer and, and share our experience because we think it's important for our family, but we think summer is an important time for all families and to, and to, to take those moments when kids are out of school to take some time away from work if you can. And whether it's a three or a four day weekend or a full week, take the time and be together and build those memories, invest build that experience. Invest in your family, invest in, your, invest in those memories. Um, it's, it's so fleeting. It's so um, precious and it's so fun. With our phones too, just by the way, take pictures, take video. Cause even we look back a couple of years of what happened and how little kids were. It's so fun to watch just from two or three years ago, what we did. And so the, 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 the phone has become such a great tool to capture these wonderful memories. And then by the way, the kids will take our phones and take their own pictures and videos. And then we pull them up. We're like, when did this happen? Yeah. What were you doing? <laughs> so um, that, that, that memory capture is, 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 is important and really easy to do today. So um, we hope you enjoy your summer. There's, it's not over. Uh, kids aren't going There's to school. There's still yet. time. Just like, like a, like a grapefruit, just squeeze the last bit out of it, like a lemon. Um, because there's still a lot of summer left. Um, don't 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 let the I know I feel so bad because our, our college daughter is going to be leaving towards the end of August. So we're just really trying to enjoy this last bit of summer. 
And we want Before you to, she goes off. We want you to enjoy the summer as well. And again, this is our little experience, our little slice of heaven that it we enjoy with our family. And we all need our slice of heaven with our family and, and again, build the memories and build the experiences. And so, but just in the one last thing, I, campfires are great. What happens with campfires as sun's going down and, you know, kids gather on a campfire. I don't know what it is. Maybe it goes back like that's what Jason Chaffetz, you know, Conk, you know, your, our buddy, Jason Chaffetz. Um, he, he told me that one time he said the best conversations in his family are around the campfire. The campfire. And he said, he thinks it's primal. He thinks it goes back to caveman days that when there's a fire, we're all kind of drawn, drawn to, to it. it. Yes. And you kind of hang out a little bit longer and all of a sudden stories are told. There was last summer, there was one night that Rachel and I were sitting on the dock and all the kids. So we have a camp, we have a, like the stones around a, a hole in the ground and chairs for a campfire. But we also bought a, like a can that you build a fire in. It's pretty you cool. Put it right on the beach, right off our porch, right on the beach. Um, and all of a sudden all the kids are on the campfire and they were playing music and, and all singing. of a sudden they were singing louder than the music. And as you, if you've been on a lake, you know that the sound carries across the <laughs> lake and like from nine to 10, they were singing at the top of their lungs and like old music and new music. And so the next morning, a number of boats came by of, of people who live in the band. They're like, so party at the Duffy's last night. <laughs> so the kids were the, the Von Trapp Duffy's were singing last night. And by the way, not, we're not good singers, no, but they had so a ball fun. singing. It was to music. that day. There was a ton of cousins because we've had cousins come in and out of our little little place here, a little compound here. And that's also made it so fun because it's not just our kids. It's their cousins. And this year, one of our son's best friends came down. And so it's just been in and out of, of friends and relatives. And um, yeah, that that night was really fun, it's fun to see them singing it. Was not it was not organized by us. It was sharing, totally organized. Sharing music across the bay for everyone to hear. Um, so and by the way, they can hear the music, the singing, but they'll also hear the fights as well. So like, oh my gosh, shush. The, yeah. you know, so the fights carry, be quiet. Um and then, yeah, too much information for our our our, our neighbors on the lake. But um enjoy but yeah, the summer. Enjoy the last of summer. It's 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 the patriotic thing to do. It's the it family is. thing to do. And as I just, as I let you go, my flag fell off my pole and I love my flag at the cabin. When you have a boat or a cabin, you need a flag. We and my flag, and but it, it the problem, if anyone has any advice for me, I'm, I'm like 35 feet up in the air is my flagpole. And I'm like, this, the, the rope snapped. So I'm like, how do I get the rope back through the island on top you have to, to get, get my flag on there? That big, or but you're going to have to shimmy up, Sean. I can't. I'm not going to. I'm 50. So, but I got to go. Do I have to get like a, do I have to get like a boom truck to get to get this thing restrung? But I don't have a flag now, which has been like that has been the most disappointing thing for the summer is because we're not going to let the summer end without figuring out how to get that flag back up. So, any advice for me? Please let me know. Um, yeah, and definitely also weigh in on the strawberry shortcake versus key lime pie. the key lime pie. Listen, I want to thank you guys all for joining us at this uh, uh, cabin kitchen table where we actually did our first our first one table. on Facebook. This is where we, we started with the Facebook um, live kind of thing on from the kitchen table from our cabin right here um, in the middle of the whole COVID. And now it turned into this, um, this podcast. podcast with Fox. So um, so glad to be with all of you. If, if you like us, rate, review, subscribe, wherever you yes, get your podcast, definitely we would subscribe. appreciate that. 
And uh, if you have advice for flagpoles, let me know. And uh, let Ron DeSantis know how disappointed you are that he changed the dessert in Florida from key lime pie to strawberry shortcake. I have a feeling it's going to turn back to key lime pie. I hope so. I, I think there's going to be a swell of disappointment and he's not going to be able to deal with it. <laughs> and he's too smart of a politician, Sean. To get that wrong. Yeah. All right. All right. You guys have a great day. Thank you. I'm Charles Payne. Listen to my Unstoppable Prosperity podcast so I can get you making money right now. Whether stocks are hitting new all-time highs or in free-fall mode, opportunities abound. So why are so many potential investors still sitting on the sidelines? In a new season of my podcast, I'm going to get you in the game. After 38 years on Wall Street, I'm ready to impart some lessons and get you invested in the greatest wealth-generating machine in history. Listen anytime, everywhere at foxbusinesspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.